All right, welcome back to From 8 Arbitration. From 8 Arbitration. You ever thought about that name? From 8 Arbitration? I thought it was pretty clever when I came up with it. From 8 Arbitration. You know, from the very beginning to the very end. <laughs> kind of like Alpha and Omega. From 8 Arbitration, I... When I thought about the name for the podcast, I thought, you know, what is it I'm trying to do? What is it that I want to to accomplish through this podcast? As an advocate, I, I see case files coming, you know, that maybe not fully prepared, all the arguments fully made. And so when people reached out to me about starting one, this was... This is kind of the gist of it. This is what I wanted to accomplish is to make sure that every argument is, is being made. Kind of a new twist for y'all if y'all haven't thought of, of things uh, outside the box, per se. I know that sometimes I can get a little bit sesquipedalian, a little long-winded, try to use long words. But <laughs> the gist of Formate Arbitration was... To make sure that our shop stewards were making the right arguments, were making the right contentions, making the right issues, making the right remedies, putting in every argument that we can make, maybe some different arguments for you. That was the goal of From Aid Arbitration. The last few weeks I've gotten off on this, these memos and the new route adjustment process. And I don't know why. I don't know why it's it's affected me the way it has. Maybe I do. Um, but you can't grieve it. So why would why would I entertain that on my podcast? If you can't grieve it, it has nothing to do with from A to arbitration because it will never go to arbitration. <laughs> you can't grieve it. Education-wise, yeah, I mean, protecting the routes, making sure that we're doing everything to protect our routes. Um, but that has nothing to do with from aid arbitration. So what is it that has gotten me on this to where I keep harping on it week after week? I know y'all are probably getting tired of it, me, me going after this process. And I've talked to a lot of people, a lot of people that are in this process, that are over this process, very intelligent individuals. And we're going to be in good hands. Uh, I really believe that, honestly, truly. And I have a story for you here in just a second about a station where they've already done one of these route adjustments in this station. They've already done one. And I'll tell you what this individual said. But I guess it's rooted in something deeper than just these memos with me. It's personal to me. Uh, when these memos came out. And I took it personal when these memos came out. A few years ago. And I'll tell you this story. And I probably shouldn't. But I will. I will. A few years ago. I had. Uh, I filed a grievance out of my station. And like I said, I've been a, a shop, shop steward since 2006. And during that period of time, I've lost two grievances. Two. I lost a removal 
of a gentleman who had been removed six or seven times. And he just could not get his life together on drugs and alcohol, attendance issues like you wouldn't believe. I remember one time he, he walked out at the beginning of summer. He walked out, and at the end of summer, he just walks back in the station, <laughs> clocks on and goes to his route. And I remember my, my manager at the time, <laughs> he goes by, he's like, so-and-so, what are you doing? He's like, well, I'm working. He's like, where the hell have you been? He never called or anything. And and we got his job back on that, but uh, his time had just run out. And there was only so much I could do for this individual. And and like I said, he had been fired six or seven times, and I was able to get his job back. And at the end of the day, I just I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. In this other case that I'm going to tell you about is the other grievance that I lost. So in 16 years being a shop steward, I've lost two grievances. And the second one is personal to me. I've told y'all that I love my carriers with all my heart. And they know that I do. They know it. I would put my station against anybody, any station in the country. And I've told you that before. These carriers are, are animals, <laughs> truly. They, they know union. And management will always attempt to come after my station because of they're, they're so heavy union and our routes are so short. Uh, they will always attempt to come and bust us up. Now, it's not happened in years and years, but my station just has that, that stigma. It's, it's a rough station. It's a rough station. But my carriers have fought for me and with me on numerous occasions. And they've always done everything that I've asked them to do. I will, if, if I need statements, I will tell them I need statements. And when I go put in a request for information for a grievance and get back to my case, I'll have 20 statements waiting on me. That's how it is at my station. They have fought with me numerous occasions. You name it, and we've been through it. We have been through the worst of the worst management, and my carriers never wavered. They never doubted me. They always stood behind me. Always. I love my carriers dearly, and they know that I do. They know it. I would go to hell and back for them, and I have. Uh, you name it, and I have met with you name an individual, and I met with them because of my station. But this one time, management decides to this LOC is sending management at my station these emails, and my carriers are constantly in the office, constantly in the office. It's ridiculous. And now my manager was dead set against it. They, My manager was a, a good manager. And he would tell me what's going on. And and I don't know if you ever remembered the, the episode I did on stationary events where they were calling my carriers back about these, uh, putting it in reverse, these backing instances. And um, it was beyond ridiculous beyond ridiculous so i filed a grievance on it on loc 
about them spying and using covert techniques. And I came into possession of some damning emails that I should not have had. But I've told you, I know people. (laughs) Through my time at the post office, I started in 92. Through my time at the post office, and if you've been at the post office a long time, you know what I'm talking about. Carriers that used to be carriers that go into management, some of them get pretty high up, and you keep those relationships. Well, I've done that. So I came into possession of some damning emails against LOC. And I put a case file together that was, out of all the grievances I've ever handled, out of all the arbitrations I've ever done, this was as sure a win as you could ever find. It was as sure a win as you will ever find. It was a no-doubter that I was going to end LOC in my city. I was going to end them. I had these emails and the language about spying and using covert techniques fit perfectly with this. I was going to end LOC. Sent it up. JB did a fantastic job at Formal A. Management had nothing. Nothing. I remember Labor contacting me, asking me where I got these emails from. Now, this story is 100% true. As God is my witness, this story is 100% true. Labor contacts me asking me where I got these emails from. And I told them it was none of their business. And they're telling me that I could be removed for coming in possession of these emails because these emails were protected emails. And I told them simply, do what you got to do. But I will never tell you who gave me these emails. They told me that they were going to call the postal inspectors on me. And I remember asking this individual, do you need their number? Because <laughs> I don't give a damn. You call whoever you want to on me, but if I came into possession of them, it doesn't matter how I came into possession of them. I've got them, and they're in the file. They threatened me and threatened me. And basically, I just told them, look, it's none of your damn business where I got them. I got them, and they're in the file. They were going to end LOC. That's how powerful these were. So the B team, they impasse it. And I'm going to be the advocate for this case. It's, it's a no-brainer. I'm going to win this case. So the B-team impasses this case, and I'm reading the management's B-team decision. And in management's B-team decision, they state that this high-ranking union official was on board with them spying on us and using covert techniques. And that's basically what they said. They said that the the grievance is moot because the union, this individual, was in agreement with them that they could use these scanners to spy on us and use covert techniques. That's basically what she said, that the union was, that this official was in agreement. Well, that's a lie. That's a lie. So I call National. And I said talked to the secretary of this individual, and I said, hey, I need this individual to call me because I'm the advocate for this case, and I'm going to need him to testify, to say, hey, I'm not in agreement with that. 
I have never been in agreement with spying or using covert techniques against my carriers, against my people. I said, I need him to call me. Didn't hear from him. Time went on, getting closer to hearing. Call again. I said, hey, I need this individual to call me, please. I'm the advocate for this case. Management has stated that that he's in agreement with them, that they can spy on us and use covert techniques against us. I said, please have him call me. Never heard from this individual. Never heard from him. I start hearing through the, the grapevine that they're not going to go forward with this case, this arbitration. People that I respect telling me, it's probably not going to make it. It's not a good case. I, was, I begged them, please, please let it go forward. If I know anything, I know how to win arbitrations. I know how to win them. Let me get in front of an arbitrator with this, and I, and I know that I'm going to win it. Just, it's out of my hands. It's out of my hands. Please let it go to hearing. I'm going to end LOC. I know that for a fact. I would bet my life on it. My union started lying to me about why this wouldn't go forward. I guess they thought I, I was a damn idiot. But they start lying to me about why this case is not going to go forward. I know they're lying. <laughs> I know for a fact they're lying. And they killed that fucking case. They killed that case. And I realized then that management's B team, it wasn't a lie. It wasn't a lie. <laughs> Somebody had gotten a hold of this individual and told them that, that we were in agreement. It wasn't a lie. That's the reason I never got a phone call. That's the reason I never heard from anybody. Is because they didn't lie on them. They were behind it. Let me tell you. You can do whatever you want to to me. I don't care. You can lie to me. You can stab me in the back. Hey, look, I, honest to God, I don't care. You hurt my people when you did that. Listen to me. I love my carriers like they're my kin, like they're my blood. We have been through the wars together. They have been by my side through numerous managers who came after us. And they never backed down and they never wavered. And you shit on them when you did that. You shit on my people when you did that. And you lied to me to justify it. I don't forgive and I don't forget and that goes against my religion. I will not forgive you, and I will never forget what you did to me and my people. So when I see this memo, it reaffirmed in my mind what happened. It justified what happened. 
They're able to watch us. They're able to watch us and use shit against us with these scanners. That's the reason. That's the reason my case got killed. And that's the reason we have these memos. Because if I would have won that arbitration, which I would have won, if I would have won that arbitration, they could not have done what they did here. This allows management to spy on us and use covert techniques. It's all it is. You can guise it under whatever you want to. You can put it in whatever you want to. What this did was justify you spying and using covert techniques. It goes against the M39 when this memo was signed. It's going to work out. It's going to work out. This process will work out. I don't want to, to be doom and gloom all the damn time. The process is going to work out. There's no doubt. And I'll tell you a story here in just a second. But what you did was you shit on my brothers and sisters, and you know it. So when I see the memo, yeah, I got a little angry. I got a little angry, and, and some people was like, you know, dude, chill out on the memos. I'm, I'm just going to speak about them. I'm going to read the memos. Today and next week, I'm going to read them. I know that I said I was going to do the, the uh, rural city, and I've got it sitting right over there on my table, and I'm going to do it. But I'm going to read these memos today and next week, and it's going to be boring as shit, but I'm going to read them word for word. I've got people that I, that I know that, that went through this training, and I'll ask them a question. What's well, in the memo? Okay, well, can you just tell me? Well, yeah, it's in the memo. It talks about it in the memo. Have you read the memo? Look here, man. Look here. I have people that I love that are friends of mine that are full-time union. Full-time union. They work eight hours a day. I work 10 to 12 hours every day in heat that will melt a water bottle in these vehicles. That's what, that's what I'm doing. I don't have time because I'm being watched now. I'm being watched with these scanners. I don't have time to sit down and read a fucking 30-page memo. I'm out there busting my ass every day. When I clock on to the time I clock off now, I'm being watched. I'm being timed. So tell me, please, when am I supposed to have time to read a damn memo? When I get back at night, after I shower and eat, and I'm so fucking wore out, all I want to do is go get in the bed because I know that I'm going to have to do the same shit tomorrow. Help us out, man. Help us out. I saw another individual on Facebook. This person's put up something about the times. And this individual said, I'm part of the TRAP process. Ask your business agent or educate yourself before you get on here. How dare you say that? How dare you be that pompous? You help your brothers and sisters out when they have questions. Don't be so damn pompous that you can't help us out. You better understand what union means. You better understand who it is 
that pays your bills. What happened? Where did it go wrong? I don't know. Because a union, a union is supposed to be a team, right? A team. We don't have that. We got us down here, (laughs) and then they got those up there. They have forgotten where they've come from, it sounds like. Maybe we need to put into the bylaws that one hour out of every day, you take your desk outside and you sit in the elements for an hour. You sit in the elements for an hour so that you don't forget where you came from. Maybe some of you didn't work long enough where you came from to fully appreciate what we do. I've been doing it 28 years now. Summer after summer after summer after summer. I will never forget where I came from. I'm not going to sit here and harp on this every week because people will stop tuning in after a while. They're going to be like, well, that's not instructional. He's just ranting. He just, <laughs> he's just crazy. <laughs> so I'm not going to do that. I'm going to get back to educating. But when these memos came out, man, it struck a nerve. It struck a nerve. Because my union pissed on my carriers. You know the old saying? Don't piss on my back and tell me it's raining. That's what happened to me during this process. You're pissing on my back, man, and tell me it's raining. I know what you're doing. I know what you did. So when I see these memos, it it opened old wounds to me. Is exactly what it did. I'm not a spiteful person. I'm not. I'm very simple. I'm as simple a person as you'll ever see. I go to work and I come home. I don't go out at night. I don't party. I don't do nothing. I sit on this couch. I work on my cases if I got them, and I watch TV. I'm a very simple man. But understand this. I love my carriers, man. I love my people. I don't care what you look like. I don't care about nothing except light blue. And I said that last week. Not one time have I gone into an arbitration. Have I gone to prep a witness and gone in and been like, excuse me, before we get started, do you mind telling me who you voted for? Oh, shit, I'm sorry. I can't represent you because I, I didn't know that you voted like that. Not one time have I ever done it. You know why? I don't give a damn. Not one time have I ever gone into a meeting with somebody, prepping them for an arbitration, like, oh, my God, I didn't realize that you were African-American. I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't realize you were Asian. Oh, shit, I didn't realize that you were Hispanic. I'm, we're going to have to get somebody else in here to represent you. Not one time have I done that. You know why? Because you're all my brothers and sisters. That's a union. That's what we do. We have lost sight of these things. It seems like to me, somewhere along the way. Anyway, that's the reason that I've been harping on it, is is because it, it did open old wounds for me when I saw these memos, because I realized it kind of solidified to me what happened to me, and more importantly, what happened to my people. 
and and the excuses that I still get from people that I admire over this are ridiculous. Anyway, I talked with an individual the other day about it. And like I said, we're going to read the memos. I'm just going to read them. Just going to read the damn memos on this, (laughs) on my podcast. It's going to be boring as shit, but I'm going to read them. All right. And that way you can go back and listen to them and, and the episodes, and they're going to be right there, the memos. So if you're out on your route, you don't have time to stop on your route and read for 30 minutes, a memo. That's stupid. Uh, But We'll have it uh, on this podcast, so if you want to listen to it, and I'll go over the memos, that way you can listen to them. Uh, we'll have that for you, all right? But I did talk to an individual that I respect a lot. Uh, he's from up north, and he was telling me about certain things. Uh, the The first week, live week, uh, will be September 10th. That's when they'll start, and obviously that's in the memo. Uh, it will go back to last fall and spring. All right. That will be the times they'll be looking at. And then you'll have a live week. And it's kind of like an inspection week. You're going to have a live week. Uh, these The two team members, one management, one union, will be involved. They'll have all the data. They'll have looked everything. And let me tell you, these teams, man, God bless them. Ours anyway. I don't care about management, but... They've got a lot of work to do, a lot of numbers to look at, a lot of things to look at. Uh, so I don't envy them at all. I don't. Uh, so, But they'll look at all that data, and then when they come in, they'll have a pretty good idea of what uh, what your, the station looks like. They'll be talking to people before they get there and um, have a good idea of the station. Every day, they'll look at your data during the live week, and they'll call you in the very next day. And they'll say, hey, look, on this part right here it looks like you backtracked you know what was going on there uh, on this part here you sat there for a certain amount of time you know and you didn't get out of your vehicle what happened well i left my scanner in my vehicle and delivered a package all right and now to this one right here it looks like we got something uh it went up in the cul-de-sac but there was no delivery what was going on there that's what's going to happen during the live week and they're going to look at data during the week and so we talked a long time, a very good guy, man. I appreciate him. He doesn't know me from Adam, but he took the time to talk to me. And I appreciate that. I do. You don't owe me that. I'm, I'm nobody. But he did. He took the time to talk to me, and I really appreciated that. I've got people closer than that that won't say shit to me about it. Uh, it's silly to me, but uh, he took the time to talk to me. And I'm going to have him, hopefully have him on. But I've had other people talk to me about it and uh, trying to educate me on it because I want to be educated so I can tell y'all about it. But I had a good friend of mine. His station went through the process already. And uh, he's got a huge station, about 70-something routes. And uh, they did the process there. Uh, Had the union guy, management person. And he said, hey, at the end of it all, at the end of all of the process, it worked. It worked. And that's all I needed to hear. It worked. He says, shady during some points. Uh, you know, the numbers and, and these uh, the uh, GPS are a little shady at some points. So like at some point in time, they would say that a carrier was delivering, and then they would be across town with no travel time. You know, they'd be like, what happened there? I don't know. Well, it was a scanner malfunctioning. 
So they would use that as an anomaly. They'd take that out. And uh, so he said there's a lot of that. He said the most important thing to tell the, the carriers is to have your scanner on your person at all times. Have your scanner on your person at all times. He said that's the most important thing. He said because if you drive up to a house and you've got a package and you scan that package in your vehicle and you get out, leave the scanner in your vehicle and you walk up to the house and deliver the package, that scanner is not going to show you walking up to the house and delivering that package. So it's going to show a stationary event with you not doing anything and management will challenge that. And I said, well, how is that process about challenging things? He said, management challenged everything. The union would say, he was delivering a package. Management said, it doesn't say that. They want that time. It was not a kumbaya moment. Management challenged every stationary event, every flagged event. Management challenged it. That goes back to what I was saying about these standards where it talks about 22 minutes of load time, one-minute package. Man these memos say that those aren't standards. Bullshit. Management considers those to be standards. And anything over that, anything that's flagged, management wants it. They will challenge it, and they want it. So we can say all we want that those are not new standards. Management considers those to be standards. I'm telling you now, they challenged every flagged event. They challenged it and wanted that time. What's funny to me is, is that if you have 22 minutes of load time and you go 23, management will insist on getting that minute. But if I've got 15 minutes of load time, they will not bump me up to 22 minutes. I'll keep 15. Who was it that decided that we would let management do that to us? If I've got 15 minutes of load time and they give and they allot me 22, I'm not getting seven minutes. I'm going to stay at 15. But if I have 23 minutes, management's fighting for that minute. Who was it that allowed that? We lose on that. We, we lost there when you signed that. We lost on that. Anything that's flagged management challenges, why would we do that? Anything that's under, you're not going to elevate me to whatever time it is. If it says it's a minute for package and it takes me 30 seconds, I'm not going to get a minute. If it's three minutes, management wants those two minutes. That was foolish to me. That's me, though. But the most concerning thing that he told me, this individual, was that at the end of it all, at the end of it all, he's in the Zoom meeting. He's got... The management person that was designated by headquarters and the union person was designated by national. And he's in the meeting with the OIC, the postmaster. And management's person, appointed by headquarters, management's person tells the OIC, look, this data, we can't, I, I can't discipline off of that. I'm forbidden from that. I cannot discipline based off of the data. Because they had some that had an, a lunch of an hour and a half, something like that. And they would just bump those back down to 30 minutes. But they said, I can't discipline off of this data. It, it's against the rules. I can't do it. But I can 
give you access to the data, and you can do whatever you want to with it. At the end of the meeting, the OIC tells my friend, who's the branch president and the shop steward, I'm on detail right now, but when I get back, we're going to address these stationary events. Did y'all hear what I just said? Management's person said, I cannot discipline based off of this data. I'm forbidden from it. But I will give you access to the data, and you can do what you want to with it. And the OIC says, when I get back off of detail, we're going to address these stationary events. And the union person didn't say a damn word. I told y'all. I told y'all. Watch out. Watch out. You let the fox into the hen house when you allowed us to be tracked and watched and monitored with these damn scanners. You've allowed the fox into the hen house when you said M39-134 no longer applies. It no longer applies. Covert techniques are fully accessible. Spying on carriers is okay. When you allowed that to happen, this is what you get. Because management will cheat and steal and lie on us all the time. And maybe people are making decisions that haven't dealt with management at this lower level enough to understand what you did to us when you did that shit. This person from headquarters tells the OIC, I cannot discipline, but I will give you full access to this data and you can do what you want to with it. My friend told me that and I had him repeat it because I could not believe what he said. The union official who sat there and didn't say nothing should immediately be sent back to carrying mail. He should never be uh, allowed to sit in on another meeting with management. He is a cowardly son of a bitch. L let me tell you. Let me tell you. When I tell you the only thing I care about is my brothers and sisters, I'm talking about the ones who wear uniforms. I'm talking about the ones who wear postal uniforms. That's the only people I care about. I don't give a damn about anybody else. Y'all understand that? Postal uniforms. That's my family. I had a union official sit in a meeting and, and let management say that and didn't say nothing? Baby, we're going to educate ourselves here. I told you we're going to be a storm. We're going to educate ourselves. We're going to grieve so much shit that neither side is going to be able to deal with us. You let the fox into the hen house on us, man. This is what happens when you do that. This is what happens when you do that. You got to know better than that. God dang it, man. We're out here fighting our asses off down here at this ground level with some sorry son of a bitches lying on us, falsifying our clock rings, disciplining us for everything that they can think of. 
I've got some discipline this week that y'all would not believe. People sending me, you would not believe it. It's not going to go anywhere, but they're making us fight it anyway. We're in record heat right now. Record heat. Did y'all see the poor UPS driver the other day collapse on the porch, that video? Man, God bless that guy, man. I hope he's all right. But that's what we're dealing with every day, man. We're going to come in, bust our asses every day, and we end up with this bullshit. Now, like I said, my buddy said, hey, at the end of it all, at the end of it all, it worked out good. It worked out like it should. And I'll give you that. I told you. If it's good, I'm going to say it. If it's bad, I'm going to say it. I don't care whose, whose feet I step on. I don't. I care about my uniforms, man. That's my people. That's my. I don't hobnob with nobody. My people are the ones who wear uniforms. Those are my brothers and sisters. You ever seen the movie Kingdom of Heaven with Orlando Bloom? You ever seen that movie Kingdom of Heaven? It's about the Crusades. They're, it's the uh, Muslims trying to get back Jerusalem. And at the end of it, the Crusaders, they lose. They lose. And so he, Orlando Bloom, has to go meet with the, the uh, head of the Muslims, and, and, uh, and they surrender. They surrender to him. And the guy accepts his terms, lets them all, said he'll let them all go for, you know, they're not going to hurt any of them. They can go back to where they came from. And so Orlando Bloom turns around and he asks the guy, he says, hey, he said, what is Jerusalem worth? And the guy turns around, he says, nothing. Turns back around, takes a couple of steps and turns back around, he says, everything. I, I thought, how, how profound is that? You know, carriers, when you look at us, man, they think of us as nothing. Nothing. We're going to come in, clock on. We're timed for our entire day. Our entire day is timed. We're going to come into the same mail, the same packages, get out there in the same damn heat, in the rain, in the snow, in the sleet. Every day we're going to do that. And we're going to go home. What little time we have there, we're going to wake up and we're going to do it again. And again, and again, and again. We're considered nothing, man. We're considered nothing. Listen to this. We are everything. We are everything. We run it all. And as soon as we realize that, people will quit treating us like they do on both sides. As soon as they realize that we are everything, we will change everything on both sides. You will no longer have managers come in there and belittle us and bully us. Those days will be over. Once our union realizes that we have the power of the vote, maybe they'll realize that the best thing to do is not to screw us over. Right? Once they realize that 
They work for us. We do not work for them. That's what pisses me off when I call people and I say, hey, what about this right here? Oh, go read that. Man, look here. You work for me. You work for me. I don't work for you. You work for me. Because if it wasn't for my dues, your ass would be back delivering mail. I told myself I wasn't going to get angry. But I cannot help it when I know that my people were intentionally hurt. The people that I love now, the people that I love were intentionally hurt. For what? Why? These people have been working for the post office. I've got a gentleman that's been there 53 years. He started two months before I was born. And you hurt him? For what? Why? What was so important? Because our name is on something, something revolutionary? Man, great. Fantastic. This route adjustment process is the greatest damn thing that's ever happened to to civilization. It's still not worth hurting my people. Still not. You hurt my people intentionally, and you lied to me about it. I don't forgive, and I don't forget. Now, I'm nobody. I'm a letter carrier on Route 11 out of my station. Been at this station for 20, 21 years now. That's all I am, man. I'm just a letter carrier at my station, baby. I'm nobody, you know? Will never be anything. I'm not running for nothing. But understand, my people... I got them. We're about that business, son. Understand that. We're about that business. Be careful. Be careful who you choose to fuck over. So let's read some memos, all right? We're going to read these memos. Uh, That way they can be on the episodes, and y'all can go back and listen to them if you want. Uh, Today I'm going to do 1982 and 1984, and next week, 1983. 1983 is really long. It's going to be a lot of reading, and I'm sorry. You know how I feel about that. Uh, It's going to be really long. Um, I'm just going to be reading (laughs) memos. So I'm going to read 1982 and 84 today, and then next week I'll read 1983. And then I promise on my name I'm going to do the rule and city. Uh, it's difficult. It's a, that's that's going to be difficult for us, but we're going to do it. Uh, we'll we'll just flood them with grievances, uh, and they may never be heard. But we'll we'll do what we got to do. Um, understand that I love y'all. Understand that um, I'm not an asshole. I'm not. I, I promise you. But down here is all. We're all we've got. We're all we've got here um i don't trust anybody else i've been conditioned like that i don't trust anybody else i'll associate with people i don't trust anybody the only ones i trust are the ones i'm in the battlefield with the ones that i'm fighting with the ones that i know have my back okay that's nationwide those of you been reaching out to me uh, people that are listening 
I've got y'all. Y'all got me. Okay. We'll do this alone and we'll be fine. I just don't need individuals above me submarining my shit. Okay. That's what I don't need. I don't need people that are scared above me handling my shit. I don't send you things that are losers. I don't send up cases that are losers. Don't submarine my shit. You know, let let me fight. That's all I ask. A, a fighter wants to fight. That's all I ask. When we send things up, let us fight. Give us a fighting chance. I understand pre-arb saving money, but when money trumps your carrier, maybe maybe we've got our priorities in, in uh, kind of in disarray. When money takes precedent over the letter carrier, maybe our priorities aren't where they need to be. All right? I like to have a lot of money too. I do. But I lose money when I work for the union because I work on a case all week and only get paid for eight hours. Uh, I lose money. But that's the sacrifice that you make when you when you start working for the union. So if we're in it to make money off of our people, maybe we need to rethink that. And let's, uh, let's start fighting more and talking less. Let's fight for our people, all right? They're paying us money to fight for them, not to lay over and be cowardly, all right? I'm just talking shit, ain't I? <laughs> Y'all forgive me. <laughs> Y'all forgive me, man. But uh, I'm going to fight with you. I promise you that. Whatever you need, we're going to fight and let them do whatever they want to do in their air-conditioned rooms while we're out here trying to survive, man. 1982, okay? 1982. We're going to read this really quickly. And then 1984, it's just one page. But this one's 1982 is a little bit longer. And I'm going to read it to you. All right. It's Memorandum of Understanding between the United States Postal Service and the National Association of Letter Carriers, AFL-CIO. Regarding technology integrated alternate route evaluation and adjustment process. And that's the name of the route. You know how you had uh, CRAP, MRAP, all that. Well, this one's called Technology Integrated Alternate Route Evaluation and Adjustment Process, 2022-23. In accordance with the Memorandum of Understanding, MOU, regarding alternate route evaluation and adjustment process, the parties agree to the following. The National Association of Letter Carriers, AFL-CIO, NALC, and the United States Postal Service, USPS, recognize the importance of of maintaining routes and proper adjustment throughout the year and utilizing available information and technology in our continuing effort to jointly evaluate, adjust, and maintain city delivery routes. As part of the ongoing efforts to jointly develop a city delivery route evaluation and adjustment process that reduces disputes and is more efficient and less intrusive, hmm. The parties agree to the following process to evaluate and adjust city delivery routes with information made available 
using Digital Street Review, DSR, technology as the primary means. Technology Integrated Alternate Route Evaluation and Adjustment Process, 2022-2023. The parties will appoint joint NALC-USPS route evaluation and adjustment teams in each district who will be used to implement the methodology outlined below with the NALC team member compensated on a no-loss, no-gain basis. There will be a minimum of five joint teams per district with a district lead team established. Each member of the district lead team may select zones for evaluation. The district lead team, along with the route evaluation and adjustment teams, will be responsible for data analysis, route evaluation and adjustment, jointly conducting carrier consultations, and jointly ensuring that all resulting data and unit records are updated. Let me stop right there. Because when we talk about these carrier consultations, uh, I asked my friend where their station, uh, where they did it at their station, and I said, how were the carrier consultations? And he said that they had just a page of questions, and that was basically the carrier consultation. And I said, well, I, I thought, did they ask you about any of these, you know, occurrences? He said, no, they didn't. He said, but that was where management in the union got into it most was if a carrier did not have a scanner on him and went up, like I said, and delivered a package and came back, management was insistent on getting that time. Okay? He said it was very contentious as far as that. Anything that came up flagged, he said management was adamant to get it. He said as far as consultation, they just had a page with some questions and they asked him these questions, and that was the consultation, basically. He said, but um, make sure you're doing your clock rings. Uh, make sure that you're clocking to the routes. Now, they say that these scanners, they, they can be able to decipher if you fail to clock over to a takeoff or a handoff or a pivot or whatever you'll call it, that they can, they can pick that time out, you know, and, and it shouldn't be a big issue. He said, if you're casing two routes in the morning, make sure that you're casing to the other, you're uh, clocking to the other one or moving on the scanner to the other one. He said, because that was a point of contention too, because it, it uh, screwed up the data pretty bad. So carrier consultations. But I asked this gentleman that I was talking to about, they say backtracking. Management wants that time that if you backtrack, management. They say, you know, that's not something you do every day, so we want that time. I said, well, what happens if I go in there and they say, you know, right here it looks like you backtrack, and I say, no, I didn't. He said, well, the scanner, you know, it don't care who you are. It's not going to lie on you. It shows that you're, you know, you backtracked. And I said, is the scanner foolproof? Well, no. I said, what if I legitimately didn't backtrack? He said, well, that'll go up to the district, and then that'll go up to national. Well, to me, national is the one who wrote it. So national should handle about 3,000 of these things. Let them deal with it since they signed it. But I'd be very upset if I go in there and, and they say, Corey, right here from this house to this house, I said, you backtracked. And I know for a fact I didn't. And I say, no, I didn't backtrack there. Well, the scanner's showing you did. I would be highly upset 
if not only you're spying on me and using covert techniques, but now you're taking the word of the scanner over the word of the carrier. That's why I don't like it. That's why I don't like that. To me, it's no different than management trying to charge me with willful delay of the mail when I bring DPS errors back. I didn't have nothing to do with that. A machine did that. I just took the DPS out to the street. These were the DPS errors, and I brought them back. Well, that's willful delay of the mail. How's that willful delay of the mail? I didn't do it. To me, this is no different. You're going to hold me accountable for something you can't prove. Something that a scanner's telling you. If I say, I didn't backtrack. Well, the scanners say you did. I got a problem with that. That's spying on me and using covert techniques. You can't do that on the M39. But like I said last week, we've signed it into existence. I just don't like that, that a scanner is going to trump what a carrier says. I don't like that at all. Because to me, you're saying that my carrier is dishonest. And when you say that my carrier is dishonest, then, then we're enemies if you do that. Because my carrier has no reason to be dishonest. You know why? Because we come in there and we work every damn day like dogs. We come in and we work from the time we clock on to the time we clock off. We're working steady. You know how I know? Because you're watching me. <laughs> you're watching me now. We're the backbone of this service, and we're the ones treated the worst. Anyway, I need to quit that. All right, well, where did I leave off? The NALC representatives on the team will be appointed by the national NALC president, while the USPS representatives will be selected by USPS vice president of delivery operations or his or her designee. Local office context will also be established to assist the teams with the evaluation and adjustment of routes in their installation. The local office context for the NELC will be appointed by the branch president or designee, while the USPS representative will be selected by the district manager or designee. Number two, the zone selection periods will be July 2022, October 2022, and May 2023. After the selection period has ended, additional zones may only be selected for evaluation by mutual agreement of the district lead team. The time frames for the beginning of live week of data collection for each zone will be jointly determined by the district lead team. All routes in a selected zone will be evaluated. When establishing how many zones will be evaluated and adjusted, the district lead team must consider the resources available. Number of teams. Availability of current PS Form 3999. Data preparation of zones using carry optimal routing or core for adjustment purposes and the requirement to have the adjustments for each zone implemented within 75 days after the live week of data collection is completed. The 75-day requirement does not apply to zones that may be implemented in January due to the restriction on implementation of adjustments between November 15th and January 1. Number three, the data analysis review period will consist of a live week of data collection jointly selected by the district lead team plus seven additional weeks as determined by the random draw performed at the national level. The months of June, July, and August and December are excluded from either selection. Number four, 
as of the date of this agreement, in any zones where a mail count and inspection has begun, but adjustments have not yet been implemented, all mail count and inspection data will be forwarded to the district lead team, which will assign a route evaluation and adjustment team to make any needed route adjustments. In zones where a locally developed joint route adjustment process has begun as of the date of this agreement, resulting route adjustments may be implemented. Such adjustments will be subject to the route adjustment review process contained in this agreement. In all other zones, locally developed joint route adjustment processes may, all, may only be used in accordance with the Memorandum of Understanding Alternative Evaluation and Adjustment Process. Data Analysis Data Integrity Data integrity issues will be addressed prior to any analysis and adjustments. Such issues include, but are not limited to, amended clock rings, work hour transfers, designation of work hour codes, errors discovered when we're reviewing DSR data, and errors on PS Forms 3999. I told y'all, man, these teams, I feel for them, man. There is a lot of stuff they're going to have to do. I feel for those people, man. I couldn't do it. It'd drive me crazy. Volume for the selected period by route. Cased letters, cased flats, spurs, parcels, sequenced and simplified mailings, DPS and FSS. Office evaluation. The district lead team or the route evaluation and adjustment team will select from the lesser of the following for the data analysis review period when determining the evaluated office time on each route. The regular carriers or mutually agreed upon replacement carriers actual average total office time, which includes any auxiliary assistance and anomaly adjustments for the data analysis review period or the estimated standard for the route using the average case volume, which includes any anomaly adjustments on the route for the data analysis review period. The adjusted estimated standard is the sum of the following. The average case letters divided by 18 plus the average case flats divided by 8 plus the average case letters and flats divided by 70 plus. Now listen to this. The fixed office time, while the minimum fixed office time of 3343 is normally used, the team should review the route's base fixed office time and the carrier's input to ensure that the fixed office time selected is representative of the route. If necessary, the team can request that specific elements of fixed office time be observed and recorded. So that's big. Talks about fixed office time, 33 and 43, right? Because what I tell you, PET is rampant right now. I've got people sending me 3996s where management is stating that they're denying it based off of DOAS. They're denying it based off of uh, past performance. They're denying it based off of volumes on demonstrated performance. Uh, a lot of that going on right now, and I told you that's coming. So remember, under this new process, we have that fixed office time, okay? My manager came up to me two days ago. And he said that he had been written up, and uh, he's just laughing about it. And I said, what'd you get written up? He said, because of y'all's performance. I said, our performance? He said, yeah. 
He said, they're telling us that they're going by Dois and that we are not meeting your times. I said, look. He said, I know, I know. We don't I said, no, 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 look, listen to me. I said, I want you to go up, come up to me like they're telling you to do. He said, okay. So he walks back off. It's like a little play. <laughs> he walks away and he comes back. He says, hey, Corey. I said, hey, boss, what's up? He says, your lead time is 8. Your return time is 1.30. I said, that's what they're wanting you to do? He said, yep. I said, well, damn, baby. I said, I don't even have time to case my mail. He said, that's that's what they're wanting me to do. And I said, so they wrote you up because you're not doing it. He said, no, they wrote me up because y'all aren't doing it. So th- that's how desperate they are now that these memos have come out to get our fixed office time dwindled to nothing. Okay. They, they want PET so bad to take hold because of these new memos. That's why I'm telling y'all, be careful. You know, make sure that you educate yourself on PET and DOAS. Uh, because he's saying that they're writing them up because we're not doing things according to DOAS, which is completely stupid. But remember, according to this memo, that fixed office time has not changed, Okay. However, the route evaluation and adjustment team will consider feedback from the carrier's initial consultation regarding the route's office time and regarding the above components used for the data analysis review period to ensure that the office time selected is representative of the route. So if you have carriers that management has, has got them, they, they beat them down with PET, and you're the shop steward, when Management, when this team comes in, tell them that. When this team comes in, said, well, management told us that we didn't have fixed office time any longer and that PET, based off of these memos, that PET was uh, the controlling document. Make sure you tell them that because this team can't adjust it. They can't adjust it, and, and we better adjust it. We better. Street evaluation. The route evaluation and adjustment team will evaluate and adjust city delivery routes with the use of digital street review, that's the scanner, technology as the primary means. The team will consider the following when determining the evaluated street time on each route. The regular carriers or mutually agreed upon replacement carriers actual average total street time, which includes any auxiliary assistance and anomaly adjustments, during the seven-week period, plus the jointly selected live week of data collection. Two, the regular carriers or mutually agreed-upon replacement carriers' actual average total street time, which includes any auxiliary assistance and anomaly adjustments from the jointly selected live week of data collection. However, the route evaluation and adjustment team will consider feedback from the carrier's comments during the jointly selected live week of data collection, the initial consultation regarding the route street time and regarding the data shared at the initial consultation to ensure that the street time selected is representative of the route. And that's what I'm saying. Make sure that you have your carriers ready to go. If y'all's zone gets selected, have them go in there and plead their case. Regardless of what happens, Have them plead their case. All right? You fight for every second because management is going to fight against you for every second. 
They consider these times to be standards. That's what my friend said. Anything that was flagged, management challenged it, wanted it off of there. So to them, these, are, these times are standards. This one minute for parcels, 22 minutes for loading time, seven minutes for unloading time. If it flagged them, management wanted that time. So management is taking these as standards. It says in here that they're not bullshit. Management takes these as standards, and they're going to fight everything that's flagged. You fight harder. You tell your carriers to fight harder. They're trying to take our, our livelihoods, our routes, okay? They're trying to take our routes from us with this process. By pet, us fighting everything flagged, meaning that they're thinking these are standards. Everything that they're doing, they're trying to take away our routes, basically is what they're trying to do, based off these memos and what my friends have been saying. If DSR data is jointly determined to be unavailable or unusable in a zone, data from the work hour workload report will be used for the same evaluation period specified above. In this circumstance, during the live week of data collection, while not required, management may inspect a route no more than three days in accordance with the Memorandum of Understanding regarding multiple days of inspection. Replacement carriers. All actual office and street time data used will be based on the performance of the regular carrier as described above. On vacant routes or routes where the data for the regular carrier is not available for the analysis period, the route evaluation and adjustment team should use a mutually agreed upon different data analysis period to accommodate gathering data for the regular carrier. In circumstances where this is not possible, for example, long-term leave. The route evaluation and adjustment team should select a mutually agreed upon replacement carrier. While the carrier that worked the route the most days during the evaluation period will normally be selected, the route evaluation and adjustment team should analyze additional data and input from the local office context for any considered replacement carriers. And that's going to be your shop stewards more likely is the local office contact. So you'll have knowledge of that route if the data doesn't look right, if you know that the carrier, the one that they put on there is a runner and skips his lunch and skips his breaks, and you know that, I would bring that to their attention. Look, they put this carrier on there as a known runner. It's not going to be representative of this route. He skips his lunch, skips his breaks, uh, all this stuff. Uh, that's what I'd tell them. It may not work, but you, you're going to have knowledge of your station and what's going on with these routes, okay? Almost done. Consultations. Joint consultations will be conducted with each carrier to obtain his or her input regarding the evaluation and proposed adjustments. The teams may also discuss a prior day's events on the route with the carrier as the team deems necessary during the jointly selected live week of data collection. And that's what I was talking about earlier. During the live week, if they look at your data for the day and they see backtracking, they see stationary events that are, are odd to them, uh, they'll call you in there more than likely on a Zoom meeting unless the team is close to you, and they will ask you about them, and you'll have to defend yourself, okay? But do that. Defend yourself. If it's not right, tell them. That's not right. Again, I hate that the, a scanner is you know, has the potential to trump what I'm doing or saying, but just tell them, 
you know, that, what you're saying right there never happened. But it shows here you're sitting here not doing anything. That's not right. You know, defend yourself, defend your routes. No adjustment will be finalized until after the care consultations have taken place and the regular care's input has been considered by the right evaluation and adjustment team. Adjustments. The teams will be guided by sections 243.21b, 243.22, and 243.23 of Handbook M39 when adjusting routes. So if, if you're diehard and you want to be especially ready when these teams, if you know that they're coming, if they tell you that they're coming in, and, and you know that your routes are going to be and you, you feel like I have some routes might, might be in trouble, I would, I would look up 243.21b, 243.22, and 243.23 of the Handbook M39, okay, and just read those. It, it, it'll make sense to you. I've done numerous route adjustments, but look those up, okay, and, uh, and educate yourself on there and, and to help your carriers. A current PS Form 3999 DSRPS Form 3999 representing the regular carrier assigned to a route or the agreed-upon replacement will be used by the route evaluation and adjustment team to determine the street value of territory transferred. The PS Form 3999 DSRPS Form 3999 closest to the evaluated street time will be used for adjustment purposes unless the district lead team mutually agrees otherwise. If the route evaluation and adjustment team agree that another PS Form 3999, DSR PS Form 3999, should be used, they shall forward their request for approval to the district lead team as soon as possible. The associated office time for the territory transferred will be jointly determined using any of the methods in Handbook M39, Section 243.316B. In any unit where the route evaluation and adjustment team determines that the number of routes will be reduced, preference shall be given to selecting auxiliary routes, vacant routes, and then routes held by junior carriers, provided such selections are efficient and effective. In any unit where the route evaluation and adjustment team determines that the number of routes will be increased, consideration will be given to auxiliary route growth to full-time, available resources, and the type of route to be added, and the geographic location of any additional routes to ensure that such adjustments are efficient and effective. Additionally, carrier seniority shall be considered when excessive route changes are anticipated, provided such consideration does not adversely affect the efficiency or effectiveness of the adjustments. That's critical. At the option of the branch president, all full-time city delivery duty assignments in a zone within a facility where all routes are optimized using carrier optimal routing, CORE, will be open for expedited bidding by seniority. If multiple zones within a facility are optimized, the branch president may choose to limit bidding to the city letter carriers holding full-time city letter carrier duties assignments in each impacted zone or open bidding to all city letter carriers holding full-time city delivery duty assignments in all optimized zones within a facility. 
A lot of responsibility for your president there because they're going to make somebody angry. When available, core will be jointly used by the team as a tool for route optimization and adjustment. Provided the data preparation has been properly completed and is current. The district lead team will review the data preparation and determine whether additional data preparation for the zone is needed. Core technicians will be made available to complete all core adjustments. At least one USPS member and at least one NELC member selected in each district. Now, core, if y'all have ever gone through core adjustments and they don't do them properly, is a cluster. It is a complete shit show. So hopefully, the NALC and USPS members that do the core know what they're doing. If they don't, expect just devastation to your routes. It's crazy. But surely, we, we got people that are competent doing that. No adjustments will be implemented between November 15th and January 1. Okay? Let me... Let me let me read that again. No adjustments will be implemented between November 15th and January 1. Route adjustment review process. The district lead team will review the adjustment data within 90 days of the implementation of the joint route adjustment to determine if a follow-up evaluation is necessary. Been a lot of questions about that. I'll read that again. The district lead team will review the adjustment data within 90 days of the implementation of the joint route adjustments to determine if a follow-up evaluation is necessary. The district lead team will facilitate communication with the local office contacts prior to determining if a follow-up evaluation is necessary. If the, if the district lead team determines a follow-up evaluation is needed, the district lead team will either conduct a review or assign it to a route evaluation and adjustment team as appropriate. Days 30 through 60 following the implementation of the route adjustment will be used for evaluation, analysis, and if necessary, implementation of subsequent adjustments unless the route evaluation and adjustment team mutually agree to use a different period. All routes in the zone will be evaluated, but territory adjustments will only be made to those routes necessary to adjust all routes as near eight hours as possible. And here's where that's going to come in handy for us. We didn't know these memos were going to come out. They snuck up on us, okay? So maybe last fall and this spring, we were doing things we shouldn't have been doing. We weren't doing things contractually right. We weren't protecting our routes. That's what I've been talking about these last few episodes, protecting your routes, doing things to protect your routes, okay? Maybe we weren't doing those things last fall and spring, and our routes probably are a little bit out of whack. They're going to come in here and adjust these routes based off of that data, okay? They're going to have a live week. We're... we're protecting our routes now we're doing things that we should be doing to protect our routes you're probably going to get you a, a readjustment if they come in using that past data because we we're blindsided with these memos nobody gave us a heads up that it's coming um, now they'll all say you know well you should have been delivering it like you, you you would have screw you you should have told us it was coming so we we didn't know maybe we're doing things we shouldn't have been doing um but now we're protecting our routes. Tell your carriers, don't, don't worry. 
you know, don't concern yourself. If they come in and they, they do something you don't like based off of that old data, just tell your carriers, look, now you know how to protect your routes. You know what you're doing to protect your routes. You know about your parcel delivery, parking neutral. Make sure you're doing your 27-point uh, vehicle check. Make sure we're getting our office time. You're taking your lunches and your breaks. Make sure we're doing these things to protect our routes. Tell them, just do those things during this time period if you get adjusted. And they'll come in, they'll see that the adjustments are out of whack, and they'll change them. Okay? The people that I've been talking to, most of them, are extremely sharp individuals. Extremely sharp individuals. Okay? And they're not going to be run over. Now, that one up there with my friend, he got run over. He has no business ever doing anything union ever again for letting that management person say that to the OIC. He should, he should immediately be removed from everything union. Um, but one thing we don't need in any position of union is cowardice. There, we don't need that in any position in the union. Okay? Letter carriers are, are the foundation, okay? Union, you're a separate thing. You know, you work for us. We, we have a union. Letter carriers have a union. So you work for us. Right. When you when you go full time with the union, you're no longer a letter carrier. You're full time union. You're you're no longer work. You're no longer one of us down here on the battlefield. You're full time union. Used to be a letter carrier. So you work for us. We have no room for cowardice in any of those positions. Uh, so. But these people in these lead teams are still carriers. So they, they understand. They're one of us. They, they understand what we're going through. So, but I've talked to them, very smart individuals, strong individuals. And I'll have one on this uh, podcast, and he's going to go over it, exactly what you're going to need to do. And I appreciate him for stepping up. There are some who can't. They, they won't come on here because they're scared. But he is not. He said, I'd love to be on there for you. So thank you to him. But I'll have him on later. Uh, later on before we get into the uh, September and and he'll tell you hey this is what you're going to need these are the important things to know this is what you're going to need to know and do and be wary of and that's what that's what this is about that's what I want to educate y'all during this time here these new memos it goes on section 271 of handbook m39 may not be used as a means to circumvent the joint route adjustment process outlined in this agreement and for y'all new stewards, 271, that's just 271G, okay? That's your own separate route count and inspection. We can't do those during this process. Notification of any approved request under Section 271 will be provided to the district lead team who will assign a route evaluation and adjustment team to make any needed route evaluations and adjustments. Any data from route inspections conducted pursuant to Section 271 of Handbook M39 which began prior to the signing of this agreement and have not yet been adjusted, will be forwarded to the district lead team who will assign a route evaluation and adjustment team to make any needed route adjustments. This agreement is without prejudice to the position of either party in this or any other matter. The procedures described in this agreement will be utilized solely for the purpose of implementing the joint route adjustment process outlined herein, and may be cited only for purposes of enforcing the terms of the agreement. 
Either party may terminate this agreement by providing 30 days written notice to the other party. However, such termination of this agreement shall not affect completion of any ongoing route evaluations or adjustments pursuant to this memorandum or invalidate any route adjustments made as a result of the process outlined herein. All right, and so that's 1982. And let's read 1984, and then we'll be done. This is very short. Memorandum of Understanding between the United States Postal Service and the National Association of Letter Carriers, AFL-CIO. Alternative Evaluation and Adjustment Process. The National Association of Letter Carriers, AFL-CIO, NALC, and the United States Postal Service have a mutual interest in exploring new and innovative methods for maintaining routes and proper adjustment throughout the year in an efficient and effective manner. To that end, the parties agreed to the following for locally developed route evaluation and adjustment processes. The local parties may jointly submit a locally developed alternate route evaluation and adjustment process to the NLC National President and the Postal Service Vice President Labor Relations. A submitted proposal must include a cover letter signed by the NLC Branch President and the Postal Service Installation Head and must provide a detailed explanation of the process. If the proposal is jointly agreed to by the national parties, the local parties will be notified regarding implementation. This agreement expires on December 31, 2023, and is without prejudice to the position of either party in this or any other matter and may not be cited in any form except to enforce its terms. And that's 1984. All right. So we read 1982 and 1984. Got those on, on record here. So you can listen to this one over and over again to get yourself uh, accustomed to it. And then next week I'll do 1983. It's long. It's a long one. It's going to take me a while. And I know it's boring just reading, but that way we'll have them on a podcast. And that way when you're out on your route, uh, you don't have to rely on anybody else to tell you, go read the memo. (laughs) You can just listen to this as many times as you need and get yourself accustomed to it or familiarized with it. Okay. Um, but <clears throat> that's this episode. It was longer than I thought it was going to be, but I had a 40 minute tirade. I, uh, I'm like an elephant. I don't ever forget. I don't ever forget. And, uh, so especially when you hurt my people, I will never forget that, but I hope that'll be the last one. I'm not going to say anything about it anymore. Okay. That's it. I've told y'all my heart where I'm coming from when I talk about these things, people I respect dearly, you know, I talk to them and they're like, you know, chill out a little bit on, on beating it up, you know, that's low hanging fruit. And so I do need to do that because I don't want to turn y'all off. This is for education purposes. This is not for that. This is for education purposes. You know, I want y'all to know more than me and, and go on from there. You know, I'm going to give you everything that my brain knows. I'm going to give it to you. And then you take whatever that is and and whatever other training you can get, man, to be the best shop steward and carry that you can be. All right. But my family is in, in postal uniforms. That's my family. And that's who I love and that's who I fight for. And that's who I'll always fight for. 
um, I will always be here for you. So you message me, and we're going to do some things together. We'll tackle some stuff, all right? But that's my heart. That is. Um, And I get passionate about it, as you can see. (laughs) Maybe too passionate sometimes. But y'all go check out uh, from aidarbitration.com. Jeremy's on vacation, so he's not going to be able to put up anything uh, as far as um, he may have already got these memos up there, I believe he did that earlier, I think, but he's gone right now. But go to formatearbitration.com, check that out. What a great job he's done. Go to Formate Arbitration, the Facebook page. Uh, Lindsay's done a fantastic job there. She puts up some great stuff, uh, some interaction stuff. She's doing fantastic there. Yeah, I saw where she put up about the angry faces. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so I, I guess over $10. Is that what it said? <laughs> so, um, but I'm going to tell you my heart. I'm going to be passionate about it, you know, on here. And, and and we'll get back to educating. That's what this is about is educating. I'm going to get different topics. i got so many topics. I'll be doing this for the next 10 years. But, you know, I'm having fun with it. I need to get off of this, you know, these memos. It, it, there's nothing I can do about it. Um, but anyway... Y'all have a fantastic rest of the week. Listen, protect yourselves. Protect yourselves in this heat. Like I said earlier, that poor guy that worked for UPS, I don't know if y'all saw it where he was on that ring camera. He just, poor guy just collapsed. Man, I I, I know how he's feeling out there. Um, and then that had that one poor UPS driver, you know, he died from the heat. Y'all please take breaks as needed in this heat. I don't care what management says to y'all about excessive breaks. You protect yourselves. Protect yourselves. Take breaks as needed in this heat. Get in air conditioning. It is hot. It's hotter than I've ever seen it. Uh, It's been over 100 here for the last two, three weeks. Uh, It's been hitting 110 here this, this week. It is brutal. Hydrate yourselves. Take breaks as needed. Take care of your CCAs during this time. If they walk in there with a water bottle, say, no, sir. Get you a gallon jug of water, freeze it, or two, and get you a cooler. And y'all take care of your people out there, man. This heat is deadly, deadly. Y'all have a fantastic week. I'll be gone. This is Saturday night early. It's 12-11 already, dadgummit. But headed out of town, going down south. I'm a witness in an arbitration on a joint statement case. So wish me luck and advocate luck. Um, It's a good case for us, um, but you just never know with joint statement cases. And so wish me luck. I'll be back Thursday. And um, next Sunday, I'll do this 1983 and get that out of the way. And then we'll move on to some other things. All right. So y'all take care of yourselves. Have a great week. And I will talk to you all next Sunday. All right? Bye.